millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. On today's wrestling news, Candice LeRae has left WWE. Biggie's broken neck is not healing optimally. Got an update on the AEW Trios titles. And Samoa Joe calls for the ridiculous AEW versus WWE arguments to end. Are you ready? Are you ready for the news time? Yes, my name is Bill Chambers and I'm joined by Gareth Morgan to talk all things wrestling news. But before we get into it, make sure you like the video, comment down below what you think of all today's stories, uh, subscribe to the channel and links to each story is in the description. So click them and off you go. But first up, Candy Slaray. Uh, her contract with WWE has expired and she has left the company. Now she kind of got moved to the alumni section of WWE.com kind of quietly. And then Sean Rossoff of uh, Fightful.com, of course, has confirmed it since. And she has gone to join her husband, Johnny Gargano, in the free agent space. Um, so uh, Johnny's contract ran out in September and he's been gone ever since, although he extended it a little bit uh, up to December and then he left then, so he's been gone since December, but uh, Cadiz Ray has been off TV since August, obviously due to her pregnancy. Um, so they've been off TV for quite a while. Uh, the child was born in February. They are very much enjoying parenthood at the minute. You actually have a interview with Johnny Gargano that you can watch on the channel. I will put a link to it somewhere in one of these things. Um, so go watch that. He was a very lovely man and I was very happy to meet him because I'm a huge Johnny Gargano fan. Um, and he was lovely. Um, so he talks about like what's next for him and he's definitely talks about having unfinished business in WWE. But all of this with Candy Slurray now leaving just very much leaves it up in the air as to what is next for the both of them. You kind of got to assume wherever they go, they're probably going to go as a couple. Um, so can, the contract ran out, so there's no non-compete, but she has just given birth, so I wouldn't exactly expect her to be back in the ring anytime soon. But yeah, the speculation there, where they go. Personally, I would like them to go to AEW because as much as 
like obviously Johnny's a huge WWE fan and that's just like his main goal in life was to get to WWE. I think he's probably too small for Vince McMahon to realize what he's got with Johnny Gargano because he's an incredible wrestler um, and I don't see the best for him there. And also Candice LeRae has a lot of history with uh, people like the Young Bucks and things from back in the PWG days within AEW and sort of reigniting something like that and just her as a presence on that women's roster would be huge. Uh, so they've got a lot of friends in AEW, I think they could do a lot of really, really fun things. And if you haven't watched any of Candy LeRae's PWG stuff, I highly, highly recommend you go back and watch it. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, so I'm a huge fan of Candice LeRae. She's just been incredible all the way through her NXT run. Even towards these like latter stages where she was just involved with the way I thought like her and Johnny both made absolute lemonade out of the frequent lemons they were handed. And I, I listened to the Renee Paquette podcast recently with Johnny Gargano. And he was just talking about how she's been getting back in shape, getting back in shape, like, after giving birth, which is insanity. I know we've seen Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch both do it. But the fact that she's now getting ready to come back into the ring and do probably some of the insane stuff, maybe not quite as insane as what she did pre-WWE because we don't want to see her getting completely destroyed by loads of men in the middle of a ring. Sounds weird now I've said that. Yeah, we don't need to see her get super tax- super kicked with a uh, shoe. No, no. Again. That was, and we don't need lumbar thing. checks or all that. No, <laughs> none of that. Uh, but I think whatever the future holds, this family, this Gargano clan are gonna gonna do great stuff. So I'm all the best for them going forward. Absolutely. And uh, speaking of. Well, all the best going forward. Um, this is this is not the greatest news in the world um, because he's, he's a friend of the channel, one of the best humans in all of wrestling. Um, he's going through a bit of a rough time right now. We're talking, of course, of Big E with his broken neck. Uh, he's taken to Twitter recently to give us a bit of an update as to um, what's, well, what's going down with his neck. And it's not looking great, uh, to be honest. So he's he obviously fractured his C1 vertebrae. Um, he did that on the 11th of March in a, a match with, uh, I think it was... It was involving uh, Ridge Holland, and obviously he did a belly-to-belly. Ridge Holland, yeah. Landed on his head. It was just horrible, horrible to watch. But um, he's he's taken to Twitter, and he said that he's going to spend the next four to six weeks wearing a neck brace in the hope that he'll be able to avoid fusion surgery. Um, He said, for those desirous... Desirous? Desirous? I don't know how to say that. Desirous of an update. My C1 apparently isn't healing optimally. Uh, I'll spend another four to six weeks in a brace in hopes that I can avoid a fusion, but don't you fret. I've got a tremendous support system, and what should be, should be. And everyone's taking to Twitter to show their support to Big E because he's amazing. He's just an awesome dude, and we want the best for him. Um, he's, he's fractured his C1 and his C6, uh, and then insanely he put a video like a week later of him walking around with a neck brace on we were like biggie just lie down chill like you need to rest up but he's the absolute beacon of positivity and <coughs> salty doesn't think so okay that's a few that didn't see coming yeah salty versus biggie that's, that's yeah very very interesting compelling nonetheless but yeah it's um yeah it's, i don't i don't know what more to add to this it's, it's quite um a depressing update but if anyone's gonna gonna get through this and, and show positivity and find some light in this kind of darkness, it's Biggie. So we're just sending them all the best here from what culture. Yeah, absolutely. The sort of few interactions we've had with him, he's such such mm-hmm. a lovely, lovely man. Um, and the sort of positivity that he's attacked this whole situation with is inspiring, to say the least. Um, so yeah, send your love to Biggie. I really hope he gets well soon. It's just a really crappy situation. Um, but hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Uh, he um, gets better and fully recovers from this, but it's, yeah, just a sad update. Get well soon, Biggie. 
Um, but moving over to AEW and their trios titles that have been rumoured for such a long time now. Um, Dave Meltzer has an update for it on the Wrestling Observer. Um, AEW have apparently had physical versions of the belts made and they are ready to go. And it's only a matter of time. Uh, before they unleash them on the world and debut them within uh, AEW. But no word on when exactly that might be. But they have them. They're physical. They're there. Now, talks of this has been going on for ages, pretty much since AEW started, like back in 2019. Um, They created a bunch of little mini stables. There's loads and loads of three-man groups that they've had throughout the years, especially in like 2020, they were kind of ramping that up. And then the pandemic hit, and that seemed to sort of, scupper plans and things for that a bit um so when is this actually gonna happen like who knows right now there are loads and loads of three-man groups available to them to do something within this division obviously blackpool comeback club house of black you could put christian with jurassic express and do something with them santana and ortiz and eddie kingston you could do something with but it's my bet for what they're waiting for to do this uh, is adam cole and red dragon going up against the young bucks and a returning Kenny Omega, because that would be absolutely incredible. And to have that as your first big match for the trio's titles would be a hell of a way to kick this off. Uh, but obviously, no update on to when exactly Kenny Omega will be ready for a return. Uh, so who knows when that will happen. But they have the physical belts. They exist. They're there. Just waiting on uh, when and it's And it's a real be testament to AEW's foresight that they've just managed to line up this many teams. Like you said, like it's very similar to maybe the CM Punk situation where it was looking like they were going to line him up to maybe come like into the company in like early 2020, that kind of time, but then the pandemic hit and it's... Ugh. But now they've just... Yeah. It's that that time has been a blessing in disguise because they've been able to establish so many teams and make you invest in so many teams. And I've got, like you said, the Blackpool Combat Club have just come in there and the Elite Red Dragon thing. It's just, it's allowed this this potential trios division to really flourish and just become something where when they do have these belts, it's there. You're ready to go. It's not like the WWE thing of, oh, let's have yeah. women's tag belts and then just throw loads of random people together and hope for the best. It's nothing like that. It's It's... A well thought out plan, and I'm—you can see the smile on my face. I'm so excited for this. It's going to be great. So, ah, we'll see when it happens. Maybe it'll happen at double or nothing. Like Kenny will come back and just drop these belts in front of everyone and go, "That's what we're going to wrestle over." I don't know. We don't know what's going to happen, but I want to see what the design looks like, and I want to see what the actual the, the match looks like. Maybe we have another tournament. Keep giving us tournaments, AEW. I love tournaments. So, um, yeah, this is intriguing to say the least. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, 
you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. But speaking of maybe AEW versus WWE comparisons, things like this, Samoa Joe's had enough of all that, so I'm probably not in his good books right now, because he took to the AEW Unrestricted podcast and he kind of buried the fact that we all get a bit riled up sometimes about AEW versus WWE, and well, he went into a lot of detail about a few different things. So he, he talked about the Forbidden Door at first, and he kind of laughed off that straight away. Samoa Joe is taking no prisoners. I don't know whether he's doing this in character, which would line up with the Samoa Joe character we're seeing right now in AEW, just being a no-nonsense son of a gun, or it's his sincere thoughts. Either way, he said, maybe my definition of forbidden door and yours is different, but mine was always WWE, who that door is still not open. If you're talking about co-promoting with the likes of New Japan, other promotions, Ring of Honor, that's fine, but to me, that's never been considered a forbidden door. I co-promoted with Ring of Honor in New Japan years ago, didn't turn out well. It wasn't a good collaboration from that experience, that's what I based my experience is on so Samoa Joe's sat there thinking well this all this forbidden door stuff's just absolute bullcrap because I've been doing it for years and it didn't necessarily go great but I I originated it Samoa Joe's the forbidden door king he's the master who holds the keys to the kingdom and now going forward into this whole AWWE debate obviously this kicked off with the Wednesday Night Wars when Samoa Joe was still a part of WWE I think he was on Raw at the time though a, a commentator maybe coming into that time but he still was part of it um, and he, he was very much aware of what was going to happen when he said these comments because the first thing he said is I know this may blow up the narrative but like that's how I understood it I'm not on the internet every day catching on all the buzzwords and getting with the revolution stuff I think the argument between the AEW and the WWE fans is ridiculous watch pro wrestling you don't need to dunk on this it's you taking your ego and taking something you have nothing in Involved with and trying to start a conflict. I mean, watch what you watch, enjoy what you want to enjoy, but hey, I'm always going to be pro value for wrestlers no matter what. It's a tough one to unpack this because a lot of the things Joe said there, I 100% agree with, and I think a lot of people would that just watch what you want to watch. There's no need to dunk on everything. If you don't like something, just don't watch it. That's how people understand, like in the wrestling world, if you, if you don't like what they're putting out there, don't watch it. They'll probably not like keep putting it out if people don't watch. That's the way it is. But to say that you're not involved with it at all, like the, the discourse, the debate, like having an interest in it, I don't think that's 100% correct because if you're not listening to the fans and what they want and what they want to see, then you're going into WWE territory and that's, that's, that's not great. So, <clears throat> I don't know, conflicting opinion there for, for, for me personally. 
Yeah, absolutely. Me too. It's like, I think, like, you look at, like, sports and things, like, you get invested in the team that you like, and um, then that sort of creates the, like, rivalries within the system and things like that. You're going to get that with this as well, because it's the exact same thing. You've got a fandom, like, if you're an AEW fan, they're always going to kind of take your, that side over anything in any debate. Like, it's a kind of natural thing to do. I think a lot of it goes a little bit too toxic and a little bit too negative. <clears throat> But like it's just a natural thing to to pick something that you like and support that side of it. Like, uh, so yeah, I think there's there's a middle ground in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yes, finishing off today uh, with your Twitter questions. The first one comes from uh, Luca, who says, "What is next?" We got a lot of questions about Roman Reigns and what's going on with him right now. Uh, so he says, "What is next for Roman after WrestleMania Backlash? Do they begin the Drew feud to finish at Clash of Castle?" with Drew standing tall. Ooh. I'm conflicted on this, I'll be honest, because I've said conflicted a lot in the last, like, two minutes. But this is, um... It's what the alternative is. Because I'd love to see Drew against Roman and Drew win the big one in the UK because... I I don't think there's a bigger (coughs) reaction you can get in the world right now. I know I'm biased, but I don't think there is. But then on the other side of the coin, Tyson Fury called out Drew McIntyre after he defended his genuine... Boxing World Heavyweight Championship. I want that as well. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we yeah. have Roman against Drew and like Tyson's the the special enforcer or the referee. Like that, you don't get a bigger match than that, really. Or maybe a triple threat. Maybe, maybe a triple yeah. threat. And Tyson Fury wins the Universal Undisputed Championship. And Tyson Fury then goes on a year-long reign and beats everyone, and then loses the belt to Drew at WrestleMania 39. And then Drew beats The Rock on the same night, and Drew is the best ever. I got carried away there, Phil. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot surrounding this because it's, I mean, obviously Roman's run after Mania has been really weird and they just shoehorned him into this tag team thing because they had nothing better to do, I guess. Um, but, like, you've got the Drew thing and you've got Clash of Castle and I know you need something for that, but I think that's going to sell out mm-hmm. regardless of whether Drew versus Roman is the main event. And um, you've got Cody in the background there as well, which you need to be pushing as a top star like sooner rather than later. Like I pitched this on WrestleCulture that they do Cody versus Seth at Backlash. He wins that. That's 2-0 for Cody. It goes to Hell in a Cell. It's inside the cell. Cody wins that as well because you know how much Cody loves a, a good stipulation match. Um, and that's 3-0 for Cody. And then it goes into Money in the Bank. Maybe he wins Money in the Bank, but then he calls his shot against Roman. Mm. And like having whoever the person is that's going to eventually dethrone Roman, that's a huge spot. That's a huge gain for that person. I don't necessarily think that needs to be Drew. I think Cody would get a lot more from that than Drew ever would. So like you say, maybe do the Drew versus Tyson Fury thing and be down with that. And then Cody versus Roman at SummerSlam or something, maybe whatever. It's, uh, but there's a lot of other things surrounding yeah. this um, that I think we need to think and of. It's, uh, just, just watching the Cody podcast last night with um, Stone Cold, the Broken Skulls thing, the amount of times he referenced the, the winged eagle title over his shoulder, he knows what he wants, all right? And I don't think many yeah. of us are going to disagree with it. If, if Cody can somehow get his hands on a, a WWE title and just maybe switch it up again, give us that winged eagle. It's, it's a pipe dream, but I don't know. I'm, I, yeah. I'm an old school guy. Yeah, I want happen. it. I want it. Give it to me. Uh, the next question comes from Mark Salad, who says, Morning, guys. The pups say hi. And pictures of the dogs, obviously. Uh, so he's got two questions. One for you, one for me. Your question is, what UFC fighter would you pick to tag with you versus the Creed Ooh, Brothers? I know I wouldn't pick right now because last night he didn't make weight and he got stripped of his title. First ever UFC fighter to get stripped of his title for not 
making weight, that is Charles Oliveira for the, the lightweight title. That was a big topical thing for you, Phil, if you're not aware. That was a, a thing that happened last night. Ah, uh, UFC's fake. Every time. I walk straight into it every time. Um, <laughs> I think currently I'd have Kamara Usman. He's pound for pound, probably the, the most baddest person within UFC. I'd have him, and we take on the Kree brothers, and we, we get, I wouldn't even need to get in the ring, which would be great. I could just sit and watch Usman just kill people, which, yeah, that, that's what I'd go for. Why not? Fair. And the question he had for me is, if you could create a promo package for any match, which wrestlers would you pick? And all the best promo packages are based upon the best promo guys, really. You look at, like, Rockcasting at WrestleMania 17. It's the bits of promos that make that package the absolute mm. best that it can possibly be. So why not just go for two of the best promo guys ever and go MJF versus The Rock? Ooh. Put that together. You could make a hell of a video package out of those barbs that they would throw at each other. I would be down. Just, with that. just a bit of cheeky promotion here for a what culture man. Um, I believe Alan Nicholas Hello. did a very cool CM Punk MJF promo video package. You did. Go yes. and check that out if you've not already, because that is that's up there for me. I know we're biased, but that that that's that's 100%. pretty damn good. So go and check that out. It is good. Uh, and the last question of the day comes from AJ David, who says, "Okay, so this is a." This is a situation. So Scrooge McDuck dies and you inherit all of his money. What do you do? Do you A, buy WWE, and if so, uh, what is the one thing that you would change? Do you B, resurrect WCPW, and if so, who is your first signing? And C, uh, buy a booker's slot for a forbidden door? And if so, which match do you book? I mean, not, not to throw our own brand under the bus but I, I'd probably go for the biggest fish there which is maybe buying WWE Boring. and then I'd not be a dick to all the other promotions and we'd have everyone under the same banner do you know what I mean? I, that, I think that's, that's the one thing I'd change, I'd, I'd, I'd open those forbidden doors for WWE and then you get your cake and you can eat it too so that's that's what I do as a wise man Fair enough uh, I'd, yeah, get WCPW back, why the hell not? Um, we could have it as a separate brand in WWE, Phil. We could do it. No, bringing no, it back. Uh, and the first match I'm going to book, I'm going to somehow pay Cody out of his WWE contract and I'm going to get him back. Uh, and I'm going to put him against Martin Kirby because why the hell not? You've got to have an original in there somewhere. Why not? Why not? That'd be fun. Uh, and that is the news for today. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, if you want, you can follow us over on Twitter. You can follow me at PhilMyChambers and you can follow Gary. GMorgan04. And you can follow all of us at WhatCultureWWE. Um, while you're at it, just watch loads of videos. That's what you do on YouTube. It's what YouTube really likes. Like I say, we've got the interview with Johnny Gargano that was really good, really humble guy, really nice. Um, so go watch that and watch everything else that we do because why not? It's all good. Um, and subscribe to the channel, like the video too, comment down below, let us know what you think of all of today's news stories, but most importantly, have yourselves a bloody good day. Wow. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week, you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is 
absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah. And under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.